The MomCast is brought to you by Ronald McDonald House Charities, Mid-Ohio Pediatrics and Adolescents, Once Upon a Child, and Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast, with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! Well, welcome to another MomCast. We are so glad to have you, and as... We continue to grow as our podcast. We invite all of you to share MomCast with other moms that you know, you know, just in casual conversation and, of course, on social media. So we have another big show today. We've got a lot going on. Oh, my gosh. In fact, I'm not sure I can mention everything we have. It's, it's Is this a two-hour show this time? <laughs> yeah, Greg's like, way. please, no, I don't want to edit that much. Yeah. <laughs> Michaela, you said we're lucky you're actually with us. Yeah, today. I survived yesterday. What happened? First grade field trip. Oh, I love those. Dun, dun, dun. I love those. I would go every day uh, if I could. Mandy, are you crazy? No, I absolutely went on every single field trip with both my kids, and I would do it again all over. So I'm going to have a moment of it's it's confession time. Um, two or three of the moms had beers after. <laughs> At least it we wasn't during. Where'd you go? First of all, we where'd went you to go? The zoo. And I think, oh. how do you not like the zoo? No, the zoo is lovely. The zoo is absolutely amazing. So here's my question for you two, because you've been through this before, and this really was my first one <laughs> with school. So normally, isn't everybody kind of in a group, and don't you normally go kind of all together? No. And see, divide and conquer. You are divided. No. So yep. I didn't know I was being put completely in responsibility for my group of how many four boys. That's not Six bad. Years old. You plus can I handle brought, that. Plus, I brought Christian. You could have dropped Christian off at my house. I probably should have. And I just had this feeling of not being in control. <laughs> like Which it Stacey, was, it, you well, know she's a control freak. I know. But I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of the thing. They do divide and conquer. Yeah. I mean, you... It's easier to then to, you can't keep all the kids no together because yeah. you won't get to see everything. No, that you, you won't get see. to, and it gets really, right. really. But what about the movies when you see all the classes no. walking through the museum? What did you just say? The, the movies. movies. I know. I, yeah. I know. And this so is real life. Here I was, but you know, first grade boys are a little, you know, wily. Fun. And, I love and it. They they can be fun, <laughs> but I'm sitting here like. How do I herd these children? And I had all their lunches in my backpack, you know, because they all packed sack lunches. And then I had to, like, say, okay, you need to eat your sandwich, you know. It just was, it was not what I expected. And I think they had not done a first grade field trip in about four years. So (laughs) I don't know if that says anything either in terms of how to herd them. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong; it was fun, and I had moments. It was gorgeous yesterday. Yeah, um, but oh, yeah, just, you guys had a great day. Maybe I just should. Otherwise, maybe I just should have been better prepared mentally. No, you know I what? mean, maybe that's what my issue was. I think you just gotta let your hair down and go with it. You know, it's a fun day. You're in charge of four boys at the zoo. Let them have fun. You'll have fun with them. But you are such an organizer, and you are so. It's got to be this there. You We're know, going to see the red panda. We're go- going to see the cheetah. You have five like... minutes to do this. You, you just, you just got to go with it, and you know. But you know what? Some people are more equipped for something like that than others. I mean, I just think that that's true. I think I fall somewhere between the you two of you. You always fall somewhere between I us. I do, because, <laughs> you know, I went on all the field trips. In fact, this is the first year I haven't gone, and I was the room parent, and I did all of those things, and I am the least qualified mom in the class to be doing any of that stuff. And but what you, makes a qualified mom? Well, I mean, if you're, you know, you're creative and you're patient and you're, you know, you're so good at talking with the kids. Let's 
you know, not stop that or let's it's let's not do that. You know, you're just perfect. I'm not that. Um, so I get it because it it's harrowing. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it can be. Oh, so I, I just enjoy I, it. I, I will say this: I learned something, and I think maybe that's the reason to step up and be a room mom and to do these things <laughs> because I think you get yourself out of your comfort zone if you're more you do. organized like me, mm-hmm. and you just like throw caution to the wind, right? And then some of us have a beer. I mean, that's kind of how it works. <laughs> like you I know? said, at least you didn't do it during it. So one quick question, and we're done with this. Would you do it again? Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh no. I will do it again. I will not bring I will not bring my youngest with me. I think that was not a smart I'll move. take Christian. If you take Christian, I will watch it was Christian. just a lot. Four okay. boys right. plus Christian, a total of five was a lot. I, I, I am not equipped for that right now. So yeah. So I, I survived. I'm here. It's good to be here this morning. What are you drinking with, this with, morning? Uh, five shots of espresso because I really slept oh. last night like a baby. Here's to field trips. <laughs> Have either of you ever had like a clunker or a junker of a car just sitting at your house not knowing what you're going to do with it? You mean like up on blocks or? <laughs> <laughs> not quite there, oh, okay. Stacey, because I can't imagine that no. happening at your house. No. I've seen them, but I haven't had one. I think, you know, three girls at my house, my parents' house, we always had cars and we would go through them quite quickly because they were older cars. They were used cars. We never got new yeah, cars. we didn't use New cars at our no. house. Yeah. So there is a way you can actually make these cars do something for families in need, families who have sick kids, and a great program that we're introducing you today on MomCast 2 with the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Central Ohio. Ryan Wilkins is in with yes. us. Ryan, hello. Hi, how are you? We're so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. These clunkers and junkers mean something. Yes, we actually love junkers. <laughs> I know that sounds strange, but uh, you can donate a car to the Ronald McDonald House, and then what we do is we take the car and we sell it at auction it raises essential funds for us to keep the Ronald McDonald House open. So we like to say that the cars actually turn into hope for families at the house. It's a, it's an awesome program, something you probably never really thought of before, that a car that is kind of run down and isn't really useful for that anymore can turn into some hope for families. Ronald McDonald House has been around forever, but why don't you tell people these days how many families you really help month to month? Yeah, it's an amazing thing, really. So we have the largest Ronald McDonald House in the entire world right here wow. in Columbus, which is kind of hard to believe. When you hear that, it's it's surprising. But it's such uh, such a point of pride for mm-hmm. us here in Central Ohio. It gives me goosebumps. I know, really, it's amazing. Just talking about and, that. And uh, it's because we have such a great uh, children's hospital here, Nationwide Children's do. Hospital. is a yes. world-class facility. People are coming from all over the world to find a place to stay. And, that, and that's, why, that's where we come in. Um, we, we're right across the street from the hospital. And we have 137 guest rooms. And on any given night, that I mean, the place is full. Mm-hmm. We're full all the time. And mom and dad, sometimes patients and brothers and sisters can stay with us so that they're right across the street so that they can focus on what's most important, which is the health and well-being of that child. So what we do is we I like to say we take away uh, the stress. That's our job. We're in the business of taking away stress from mom and dad. They don't have to worry about where they're going to stay. They don't have to worry about how they're going to pay for it. They don't have to worry about food. We give them meals that are provided by folks in the community. We have laundry facilities and then all kinds of beautiful amenities for the guests. And most importantly, they are they're able to connect with folks who really understand what they're going through because there's that community that happens under a common experience. Um, these people make friends that are going to be lifelong friends for them. We talk to people all the time that they say, uh, we met uh, so-and-so 
30 years ago at the Ronald McDonald House, and we've been good friends ever since. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say there's nothing like talking with somebody who is going through exactly what you're going through, because I think just like in a family, everyone has good times and bad times, and so you can help each other through. So how much do these junkers <laughs> help out the Ronald McDonald House? It's amazing. So on average, each vehicle that's donated to us gets enough funds to provide a week at the house for a family. Oh, so if you think of it, it's one car equals one week at the Ronald McDonald House on average. Some make more, some make less, but on average, we get about $700 per car that's donated to us. That's a big amount of money for us as an average donation. Um, and when we get hundreds of those vehicles in a year, we get you know tens of thousands of, of dollars that we absolutely need to operate the Ronald McDonald House. And, and I love this on their Facebook page. I was looking at it today. There's been some call outs. Yeah. For people to bring their cars in. Um, one of my favorites was, and, and we were discussing this, um, they, someone was tagged and it said, it's time to let Bessie go. You got to let Bessie go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it goes to such a great cause, helping families and sick kids and right. having that comfort and that compassion that you all provide so so well. Um, how do people do it? If my car is on blocks, if my car is sitting in a garage and hasn't moved for so long, um, what what do I do? How do I get it to you so you can get this money? Yeah, the good news is it's super simple. So we pick it up, and even if it doesn't run, we'll tow it. Uh, you don't have to worry about getting it somewhere. We'll come to you. We'll arrange a time uh, to pick it up. We will take it to auction and sell it. All you have to do is call 855-CARS-HELP, which is 227-7435. Want to um, say that again? Yeah, 855-227-7435. So it's 855-CARS-HELP. Um, or you can go to carshelp.org, and there's all kinds of easy instructions on how to do it. You can actually donate a car online. So you can fill out all the information and set up the time for someone to come out and pick it up, and it, you don't even have to talk to anybody. You can do it through the website. It's uh, it's a really simple process. But you better ask. I mean, I don't want to. I might have a car I'd like my husband to get rid of, but that doesn't mean I yeah, better so do it without What's like, the name, you're, Bessie? Yeah, if your <laughs> neighbor Nelly, has a car that you enough. want Nelly. them to have. Nelly. Nelly. Yeah, Nelly mm-hmm. and get rid Time of to Bessie. let Nelly go. <laughs> so for the past year, we've been in a pretty heated political season, and you may not have been focusing on as many of the issues that you'd like. We've been talking so much about candidates for the last year, but there's an issue that's really important that's out there that's gotten a lot of buzz in Ohio and beyond, and that is paid family leave. And we're going to have a conversation about that today and talk about, you know, what happened with us. We have a mom that we're going to speak with about her situation recently coming back from maternity leave. And then we're going to kind of take a look at what we're doing in the state and beyond to fight for families and to make sure that families do get time with their children right after they have them. So we have Melissa Andrix, a newer mom, in with us today. By the way, you look amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Boy I'm or girl? it up. A Boy girl. 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 My first old? child. And how old? Um, she just turned six months last week. Oh, congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You. So you came back in July. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And so for you, what did, you know, maternity leave look like? What did you decide to do? Because so many people either don't have the time that they want to take right, or correct. have to make a decision about, you know, using time and not getting paid. So how did right. you look at it? Um, fortunately for me and my family circumstance, I was able to plan ahead to do the 12 weeks through FMLA um, after talking, you know, with my husband about it. And we knew that financially we could do that. So I thought I'm going to take the max amount of time that I can. 
Um, going into it, you know, I thought I was going to have a natural birth. So I thought that that was six weeks. And then I was going to take the remainder of the six weeks unpaid. Uh, but fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at it, I ended up having a C-section. And so I had eight weeks um, paid at the um, short-term disability rate. Mm-hmm. And then the remainder of the weeks I went unpaid. So I went into it knowing I was going to be off for 12 weeks regardless. So that was kind of nice. So I could plan and um, not have the anxiety of coming back early because I actually had a lot. I, I've had friends that had anxiety about my baby's only six weeks old and I have to go back or my baby's only eight weeks old and I have to go back. So I knew mine was already going to be three months or yeah, three yeah, months three old. Month old. Right. So I felt good about that. Um, had I not had that, I think I would have had a lot more anxiety about because I have her at a daycare and I'm very happy with that. We're thrilled with that. It worked out great. But I had anxiety if she would have had to go back as a incy beansy baby because that's what some people have to do. So I was very fortunate. I guess the first thing I want to ask you, you were okay with that. Do you think that's a fair amount of time? No, I okay. don't think it's a fair amount of time. I Only because I had no idea until I was a mom just how much, and I could like cry thinking about it. It like makes me very emotional because... I had a hard time becoming, I'm sorry, I'm not getting No, no. we get it. Trust it, me. It was that, very that's... hard for me to, I mean, I was a brand new mom. So here I am. I had a C-section. So I'm all over the place hormonally. Uh, my husband went back to work after a week and my mother-in-law was there for a week. And then here I am with a week old Baby. By yourself with by staples myself. in your stomach or whatever And And in, in pain. I didn't know what to expect. I'm not sleeping. I'm not eating. My husband's stressed out because works. He loves where he works, but it's very stressful. And then here I am all alone. So really, I only started to really bond with her. Of course, I loved her from the get-go, but bond with her right when I had to come back to work. Oh so, my God. You know, I wish I had more time with my husband in the beginning to help with that because he didn't have, I mean, it was a weird disconnect in our house. Like we loved her, but he wasn't able to have time. He, he was off for a week. So but Melissa, there, it's, it's so normal. Let yeah. me tell you that. Yeah. That is such a normal feeling. And <laughs> I remember feel that feeling yeah. from having Logan and both of us having crazy jobs and me trying to figure out maternity leave. Yeah. So if I can say anything, okay, good. you're normal. <laughs> you are so normal. Because even still looking back, you know, and I don't, I don't relive that a lot. I just don't go back there. And because it feels like you're going through the motions to get everything done. Because I feel done. like, oh my gosh, I remember what that felt like. And it wasn't that far removed from my life. But and my probably husband that I, first day when you did go uh, back probably tore yeah. your heart out. Oh, I yeah. can't imagine. I can't. It's t- And even though that was the decision we made, we were happy with it. I mean, I just finally had that connection and was clicking on all and cylinders. And then you had to go back to work. And then here I had to get a whole nother set of normals. I'd like to bring Greg, our producer, in on this because it's been talked about for men to have family leave and give them more time with kids. Is that correct? What do you think, Greg? Well, I I mean, I can't say it any better than Melissa just did. I mean, it's it takes a toll on the the husband, the dad, sleep wise and stress wise and that kind of stuff. But also for me and and like Melissa just said, you're leaving your 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 wife, your your mother, you know, the mother by herself and uh, in the middle of all this mess to try to cope. Um, 
I worked for two different companies when I had the two, both of my babies. The first company, they just kind of said, eh, yeah, wink, wink on the table, take a week off. But then the second company made me take vacation days. So now we're cutting into oh, yeah. the vacation day, which, you know, I only get two weeks to begin with anyway. So, uh, so then there, I mean, that affects things down the road when we want to go on, you know, on, on, have actually a, a relaxing vacation down, down the, the road. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, honestly, I can't say it any better than than Melissa did. I think it's all hands on deck when you have have a newborn, and when you kind of pull half of the support team, it it's, it takes a toll. So I, you know, um, and I don't think we need a year or eight months, like you know they say in Europe. I don't think that's necessary, but a couple of weeks. Um, I mean, especially if you have the C section or. Um, you know, something something's got to give. But I think. To, to, but to be able to give the the mom, you know, your partner support, I am so with you because I think about back to when I had Logan and we were a team at night with mm-hmm. Logan. Yeah, and so I would feed him and I breastfed Logan, and then he would he was sleeping on the other. So Logan slept in like a little you know cradle next to me, and then. I would feed Logan and then Marcus would change him that, mm-hmm. you know, before, after I got done feeding him. And so that was our routine. And the poor guy was having to go to work sure. every day while I was at home, at least attempting to get some Z's between feedings. So, yeah, guys, guys, to be a really helpful and supportive partner, I think they need to have some support from their workplaces on this issue. Well, and not to mention if you have another kid. When, because then when we had had our second, then even when I'm not helping with the baby, I'm chasing a two-year-old around. I, I agree with what you're Just saying, absolutely. Just listening to all three of you speak, it's, it's eye-opening for me because I didn't have to deal with any of it. Because I knew when I was going to have a kid, I wasn't going back to work. It was the weekends I was working, but I wasn't going, we never, I never had to deal with it. So well, what about Randy? I mean, Randy was there with you and he was working during that time. Did how did you guys decide to kind of balance everything? I never ever remember it being an issue at all. We just it worked itself out. Granted, my mom is two minutes down the road from me, so that helps out a lot too. But just listening to you speak, I can see where it would be a major issue. I just never thought about it because I never had to deal with it. You know, I'm very naive to to listening to all these speak. I I guess I I my heart breaks for you because I can't imagine having to to leave. Kylan or Cameron and and go work full time. I can see where it would be an issue. So just listening to you guys speak, it is it's eye opening for me. I, I I didn't realize it was such an issue for so many families. Obviously, it is. Well, and you know, twenty five years ago, it was completely different, right? For moms and for dads, even thirty years ago. I mean, do you think? Do I think my dad? I mean, I love you, Jeff, but do I think my dad was up at night helping my mom take oh, care no, of sure me not. when I was no. born? No, it was a total mom it was, thing. It was back a total then. mom right. thing, and I just feel like you know, partners are such a support in this area, um, in this day and age, and just in a different way. So yeah, it's important for both. It's important for the moms. It's important for the dads. And I really think having a further conversation about this and maybe looking at some things legislatively to change it in our world. I don't think maybe it is past due to take a look at things legislatively in this area. So, Melissa, thanks for sharing. Oh, sure. Sorry to get emotional. I mean, going back there, I'm just like, wow. You know, you just feel like you've come so far. Well, thank you for your insight and and sharing your heart with us. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) 
We had the opportunity to talk to a mom who had been pretty emotional about her experience on leave and having to make the decision on when to come back. And we wanted to take a look legislatively at what is happening here in Ohio and across the country. And someone who has been very passionate about paid family leave is Columbus Council member Elizabeth Brown, who's joining us right now. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. So tell us, I know you've been involved kind of in this conversation in Ohio in a big way. And there was a bill that was introduced in April, if I'm not mistaken, to try to get paid family leave in the state of Ohio, correct? Correct. Where are we with all of that right now? So the state of things right now for um, an Ohio citizen is you basically have to win the boss lottery um, in order to get any kind of paid family leave. So there are some employers out there that do it right, you know, that that allow for parental leave for both moms and dads um, when they've brought a newborn into the world, however that may be, right, whether it's a mom, a birth mother having um, having that child an, or an adoptive situation. And, um, and But what that translates to when you just leave it up to winning the boss lottery is only about 13% of Americans have access to paid family leave. And when you look at low-wage workers, it's just 4%. Um, and that means that uh, infants do not get as good care uh, when their parents go back to work too early, and parents actually aren't as productive in the workforce either. There have been there's really compelling data about fewer sick days that parents take when they when they get that time in the beginning. Any of us who've had kids understand without an explanation exactly why that is. Um, so. So the, in order to correct the situation, um, there is a law introduced at the state level. It is essentially the equivalent of FMLA, which is the National Family Medical Leave Act, which um, guarantees somebody the ability to take unpaid leave. What they're doing is taking that model and providing um, pay to go along with it. And it's a percentage of pay. Um, so it, you don't get your full salary for 12 weeks, but it allows you when you have um, a qualifying event to take up to 12 weeks at a percentage of your pay. Um, and, and it is mirrored after five other states that have done this work because absent a national standard, it has, it has fallen on states and cities to try to figure it out. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, what's the reality, in your opinion, that you think change will be made in Ohio? Um, I am not optimistic about the state bill's passage. I'm really, really hopeful for a hearing because a hearing gives the chance for the conversation. And that's when citizens get, get involved. That's when real parents get involved. It opens up the conversation more than just, you know, something written down on a piece of paper, um, you know, languishing, waiting its turn can. So if we get that hearing, I think there's a chance for people to get involved and push for passage. So I think we have a lot to do to continue to advocate 
um, to make sure this happens because it isn't simple. I, I guess it's just surprising to me that people oppose. Why is it a partisan issue? Why are people opposing it? Because I would think what is good for the family is good for all of us. So I I'm, will tell you, I'm not super familiar with the details on either party's platform. But when we're talking about families and moms, why has it become a partisan issue? Why, why are people opposing it? Well, I, I think that we need to continue to push the um, to advocate about what it's really about. You're right. It is about families and moms, but it is caught up in. Um, so the system that would fund this kind of program, basically, in order to have a, a program that, that covers 100 percent of people, you have to you have to go through a social insurance model. You can't just mandate employers to do it. That would be too hard on businesses, and everyone would agree with that, Democrats and Republicans. So the solution is um, for uh, both employees and employers to um, pay into it. Um, in other states, it's anywhere between 25 to $50 a year um, to create this social insurance program that then pays out when you need it. So it's a cost to employers. So, yeah. so it is a cost to employers, and that is one of the reasons that there is some opposition with it. Mm-hmm. And there, there are models you where it's not a cost to employers; it's only a cost to an employee. And those are the sorts of things that we can iron out, and the details that we can um, that we can make clear and push for and change and tweak. You know, what are other innovative ways that we can do this for right, us right. To, to individually advance this message, Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. What do we need to do as moms and families? You suggested, obviously, you know, contacting our our congressmen and congresswomen, no matter. Um, what yep. party they represent. What else can we do? I feel like we just need to have a more open conversation so people hear the possibilities, that it doesn't just have to be built one way. Yeah, yeah. I think um, so there is there is a bill in Congress and there's a bill in the state legislature and people should contact their representative and Congress should contact their state representative, contact their state senator. Um, and they should, they should um, say that they want hearings for these bills so that we can figure out what will work for our country. We are the only uh, industrialized nation that does not have some form of legally protected, guaranteed, partially paid time off for new moms and dads. Um, That's an embarrassing position to be in in the world, and I think we all should make clear that we want that changed. And in the meantime, you know, honestly, pay attention to what's happening in your workplace, too. Ask the question, Do we, if you are done having kids or you haven't started having kids, you're not in exactly that phase um, where you're, um, uh, you know, you're going to have an, a newborn any minute, you still should ask the question and talk to your employer about why it matters for um, him or her to have a good benefit for their employees too. And if you're, if you're so bold, ask your, you know, ask your favorite restaurant what they do for their employees. You know, we we should not live in a world where only people who work a nine to five in an office are um, uh, are allowed good benefits. I think about the hairdressers Um, I know who only take, you know, three or four weeks of leave, you know, and mm -hmm. because they're in a situation that they literally cannot afford to go. They have to go back to work. Well, like I have always said, and I've tried to teach my kids this, God gave you a voice. Use it. Yes. Well, yesterday, Kylan went for his annual checkup. He's 15 now. Where does the time go? I have no idea, but I can say one thing. I am so thankful that he goes to Mid-Ohio Pediatrics and Adolescence. He goes to Dr. Barson for his checkups because he wants a guy doctor, obviously. 
And it's just the way that the doctors there talk to you and talk to the patient. They're just so warm, so compassionate, so understanding. I've been to doctors before where they talk in all these medical terms, and I don't know what they're saying. It never happens at Mid-Ohio Pediatrics and Adolescents. They break it down. They talk just straight to you and to my son looking right in Kylan's eyes. Just, I just can't tell you how I walked out of that office so pleased with his checkup and with our overall experience. So if you want a doctor who is that kind and compassionate, Mid-Ohio Pediatrics and Adolescents, they are taking on new patients. 614-899-0000. So I was going through the front closet at our house the other night, and I was noticing how many different sizes of children's coats we have. Mm-hmm. Um, 2T. We don't. We haven't had a 2T in our house for <laughs> two years. Uh, 6T. There's a 7T. Kind of confused how that got there. Uh, we'll eventually use it, but I, I've got to give some of these coats up. It's time to let them go, Michaela. Um, so I'm going through them, and I have about three or four that I'm ready to take in. And it's so nice to have a place like onceuponachild.com because they're going to take my coats. They're going to take your coats. And then, Michaela, if you need new coats, I can get them you there. You can get them right there. Coats, boots, gloves, scarves, hats. Yes. And I know this is really hard for us to imagine when it's been, you know, like, 72 degrees at the beginning of November, but that cold weather is going to come. It is a fact. We live in Ohio. It's just been a, you know, unseasonably warm beginning to November. So anyway, onceuponachild.com. Yes, Mindy is so right. I can take the coats in. I can get some money for them. And on top of that, I might be able to find some coats for my 6T since he doesn't fit into his 7T yet that's in the closet. Just wait till April and May. We'll be having to use those coats. (laughs) (laughs) On the back end of the calendar. (laughs) Totally true. So onceuponachild.com, you should try it out too. I think it's safe to say that a lot of us are obsessed with our skin. I mean, how many women do you know who the products will remain nameless, buying into skincare companies, trying to find kind of that magic solution that we can get on our faces, right? To be able to get that fountain of youth. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, if you Goodbye talk to your wrinkles. friends, they either sell it, you know, or they're using it. Well, there's some things that you can do that are going to really have impact, and you're not going to question whether it's going to work or not. And it happens right away. And it does. It happens right away. So I don't know if you've, any of you have been really thinking about maybe things you could do to help when when it comes to maybe those crow's feet or other areas, maybe you have some wrinkles showing up in some places some. and you just like to smooth them out a little bit. Some. Well, think have about- Have you seen me lately? Stop it. <laughs> think about advanced aesthetic and laser surgery. Dr. McMahon has really received accolades for the work that he's able to do. Give them a call at 614-459-0060 and ask about what they might be able to do for you. Or at least a consultation. I hear, seriously, he is one of the best, if not the best, in plastic surgery in Central So get some expert answers and give them a call. Again, that is 614-459-0060. Oh my gosh, so much information today. And we love that. And hopefully, moms, there was something in there for you, something a little bit different for everybody. I think we covered all the bases. You know what we love? (laughs) That people are actually reaching out to us wanting to be on the MomCast show. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Because we we know we have an opportunity to share some really great right. information with a really great group of people, all of you who are listening. And, and that makes the difference to us. It really does. So, yeah, continue to reach out to us on social media, Twitter, 
Facebook, our website. Um, we're at momcastshow.com. We're, as we said, all over social media. Instagram now. Hey, hey. That's Look my that. Instagram announcement. Yay. At momcastshow. And there, Greg had a cutie of a costume with one of his kids up there on the Instagram. Spider. Right Halloween, the spider. spider yeah, loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And we would love for you to be a part of that, too. And, uh, you know, post pictures, ask questions, make suggestions. That's what we say. MomCast is a show by moms for moms. So you're a big part of that. We hope you have a great week. 